This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Everybody's getting hurt tonight. Now Fred Warner's leg is in shambles. Oh, you can't make this stuff up. You really can't. Standing on the sidelines, at least he's standing. Minnesota Vikings lead in San Francisco 22-17. About three minutes left in the game. And the Texas Rangers? You gotta be kidding me. Shepard, did I did I see this correct? Did Adolis Garcia hit a did he hit another home run? Oh yeah. Did you see the graphic about a minute ago? I've seen so much. What did I look at? What? <laughs> so he is one shy of the postseason record for most RBIs ever. He, yeah. he could play another seven games, JR. Yeah, I, kn- I know heading into tonight. So this is 15 RBIs, which is a, a league championship series record, flattened period. And now he has 20 RBIs in the postseason. Correct. He is playing, uh, what do you call it? He sees a volleyball right now. That's it. Right. Like he's like hitting a beach ball. Like that's how, I mean, it's like a meatball over the plate every single time. He's playing at another level. JR, the David Ortiz is a perfect example. But I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what this guy sounds like. Like I know he was grilled after game five, but I I still don't know what he sounds like. Everyone knew who David Ortiz was. Maybe we'll after uh, tonight in terms of knowing who Garcia is. Maybe. I, I you know, right. I, I doubt I doubt he has the any type of the charisma oh, no. that, that that David Ortiz has. Right. But when it comes to uh what he's been able to do with a baseball, he letting all that do the talking. The the most national exposure that Garcia has gotten since he's been in the big leagues has just been the home run derby. That's it. And so to now see him perform at this stage, people are going to want to see whether or not he can continue doing this in the World Series. Uh, as the Houston Astros, its uh, I don't want to say it's a shame. I mean, ain't nobody going to feel bad for the Houston Astros. Uh, but to see the, the stadium has emptied out, uh, Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve, everybody standing around on the dugout steps. And, you know, they, they understand their fate. You know, unless there's a massive, massive historic comeback, like they're cooked. 
the seats behind home plate have already emptied out. And it's uh, it's just curtains. Aroldis Chapman on the mound just hit McCormick in the leg. McCormick can't even get up. And Aroldis Chapman is just like, man, I didn't mean to hit you. Just baseball being baseball. The Texas Rangers leading 11-3. to Game 7. Houston Astros about to go home. And the Texas Rangers... About to go to the World Series. This just sounds absolutely wild. Also, not just the National League Championship game today. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies had an opportunity to go to the World Series, and they blew it this afternoon. They took on Arizona, and the Arizona Diamondbacks beat them with a final score of 5-1. to one. Back-to-back home runs by Pham and Gurriel in the second inning, and the Phillies basically blanked out. Brandon Marsh hit a single uh, in the bottom of the second, and the Phillies were able to tackle on a couple more runs later on in the game. And uh, the Diamondbacks just, they're shocking everybody right now. One victory away from going back to their first World Series since 2001, when they won as an expansion team only three years into their existence, knocking off the Yankees. And so the Phillies, they led this series two to nothing. They lost two straight. They went up three to two. They lost tonight. And now they're staring elimination in the face as their big bats and Schwarber and, and Harper, Turner. These guys have gone quiet. And so Rob Thompson, after the game, uh, the manager of the Phillies, he was asked whether or not his team is pressing too much. And listen to the question and his response. Rob, did you see uh, some over-aggressiveness tonight from your lineup? From the offensively? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe a little bit, but, you know, he was getting ahead, you know. A lot of first pitch strikes. Um, he did get us to chase a little bit. So we just got to get back in the zone tomorrow and, and uh, hit like we can. Get back in the zone tomorrow and hit like we can. Game 7, 8.07 p.m. Eastern Time, first pitch. Brandon Fott will be on the mound for Arizona. Ranger Suarez will be on the mound for the Phillies. And whoever wins tomorrow night's game is going to move forward and take on the Texas Rangers. All things considered, if the Rangers can hold on for another inning in the World Series. So let's think about that. Phillies Rangers World Series, D-backs Rangers World Series. Not that Major League Baseball has makes too many smart decisions or choices. Uh, I would think the Phillies would be uh, a better opponent for national consumption, being the fact that ain't nobody know who the hell the Arizona Diamondbacks are. It's just the, the, the fact of the matter. Shep, would you be interested in, in one matchup more than the other? Yeah, it would be fascinating to see the Diamondbacks because they are one of the bottom uh, one-third of teams in terms of payroll. Corbin Carroll's their best player. He was born in 2000. Uh, it'd be, and it'd be amazing to see Longoria finally get that World Series. Oh, I don't care. People, people still look at Evan Longoria? Well, listen, I mean, he's, he's put together a decent career. I, you know, I, I would have thought it was B.J. Upton was uh, going to be the guy that lasted from that uh, race team back in the day. But I, I think, like, like J.R., I think what the Diamondbacks have done, um, 
I think there's a lot of talent. They are so fast in that in that outfield. The arms the arms are lacking, but there's so much electricity that that team has. I think a lot of people who haven't really paid attention to the MLB this regular season, they're going to be surprised at how electric that team actually is. Yeah, I just think they won't watch. <laughs> I think that's what it boils down to. <laughs> I, I think as an as an overall, I, I like the optimism and right, the, the, right. the sales pitch. Uh, even even for myself, I, I don't care personally, uh, but I would I'd prefer to see the Phillies. I want to see the stars. I don't want to see the emerging stars. The Diamondbacks may have their day in the sun. The Diamondbacks may win the World Series. Uh, we may be forced to just see them win a championship. Uh, but I, I want to see the stars. I want to see what a, a Schwarber can do. I want to – what do they call those home runs that he hit? They call them Schwar bombs or something like that? That sounds about right. You know, it's funny. Yeah, obviously, where Bryce uh, plays, he gets booed unless it's at Citizens Bank Park. Um, you know, same thing. There's this guy, uh, you know, uh, uh, Adelis Garcia now, if he's not playing in Texas, because that's just their personalities. There is no bad guy on the Diamondbacks. Like, there's just no guy to root against. So it's like when they're, when they're at bat, it's like there's, there's – it's like silence. It's crickets. Yeah, because nobody knows who the hell they are. Right. Exactly. I want to see a bad guy. I want to see Bryce Harper talking crap. I want to see him and Trey Turner showing up and matching T-shirts and the Minnesota Vikings uh, miss a a 50-yard field goal attempt. So you know what happens now, Shep, right? Uh, Maybe another interception. Um well, they got, they, right. I mean, they're not going to. They can't tie it. The 49ers. They're going to obviously go for a, a touchdown because that's the only thing they have to either stay in the game or win the game. I think. I think Brock Purdy. He's looking shaky the last two weeks. Jr. I think the Vikings hold on despite a missed field goal, and the Vikings uh, obviously having to give it up in midfield. So to provide a little bit more perspective, the game is currently at 22 to 17. There's a little bit more than a minute left in the game. The Minnesota Vikings kicker just missed a 50-yard field goal. And now these 49ers have the ball back. No timeouts. Minnesota has two timeouts. And the 49ers are going to try to take the ball down the field as they just had a pass battered away. So they got their work cut out for them. Uh, yeah, certainly in, in Minnesota's territory, they got a ways to go down the field, but they have the weapons to do it. So we'll, we'll keep you up to date on this uh, Minnesota Vikings 49ers game if Minnesota can hold on we'll keep you up to date on this ass whooping as the Rangers are smacking up the Houston Texans or excuse me so many Houston teams the Rangers smacking up the Astros 11 to 3 just a busy busy day a busy busy night Uh, speaking of a big win Bill Belichick finally got himself a big win Bill Belichick is now an exclusive company he's in the 300 victory club yesterday in a shocker the Patriots beat the Bills 29 to 25 it took the end of the game to do it Mac Jones connecting with Mike Gusecki on a a touchdown with only 12 seconds left and Bill Belichick with the victory he joins Don Shula George Hallis as the only coaches to go out there and win three Hundred regular season games. He's at 300. Hallis is at 318. Don Shula is at 328. And if you want to go ahead and include the playoffs, Bill Belichick already has 331 victories. Shula 347. And then you have Hallis who has a 324. And so Bill Belichick, if he can stick things out here with the Patriots over the next couple of seasons, just maybe, maybe, 
he's going to go down as the most all-time. And is that Brock Purdy interception. And Mike Kyle, Mike, yeah, Mike Kyle Shanahan, I'm calling him both his dad and his father, father and son. Kyle Shanahan looking absolutely ticked off at Brock Purdy. And now the now they get what, – what is there to beef about? 49ers and the Minnesota Vikings here uh, throwing hands. I guess a personal foul. Some folks not happy. Minnesota Vikings telling them uh, to, to go home. Yeah. And they look, this is the Minnesota Vikings, if you ask me. This is their Super Bowl tonight. Because all things considered, they, they ain't winning a damn thing. 22 to 17, 25 seconds left. Brock Purdy intercepted. And uh, Minnesota looks like they're going to hold on to win this one. Uh, but on, on Mr. Bill Belichick, let's take a listen. He was doing his normal hit this morning on WEEI, and he talked about his 300th win, and he talked about Mac Jones, who, God bless him, he didn't throw the game away yesterday. Your 300th win? I know you uh, said you'll talk about that later. When, when are you going to talk about that? <laughs> uh, right now. <laughs> We're focused on Miami right now. so Focused on I'll Miami. I'll deal with that later. Focused on Miami. We, we've been having a little discussion back and forth here, as we always do, about Mac Jones. Um, thought Mac had – Shime refuses to say – he said he had a good game. He started off fine, then he said good. What would you see from Mac yesterday? Yeah, well, I'd just say offensively, um, you know, one of our better performances. Had some consistency, moved the ball, scored some points. So those are all good things. Max, big part of that. Moved the ball and scored some points. What a classic football reference. Uh, we got a, a, a classic ending here. It's official. It's done. The Minnesota Vikings just beat the 49ers. The final score, 22-17. to 17. Uh, Brock Purdy thrown at INT to, to close out the game, as Shep had said. Minnesota, they improved their record to 3-4. and four. The 49ers, they fall to 5-2. and two. He ain't going to win every game. Uh, Justin Jefferson saying what's up to Fred Warner. And then Cameron Bynum having a big game himself. Two interceptions to go along with nine tackles from the safety position. As uh, Minnesota just, uh, I want to say, showing a little bit of life. And this is this is what I expect from them throughout the course of the year. Just to be, I don't know, in purgatory? To be average? To be okay? You got to give him credit. Jordan Addison playing out of his mind. Already six touchdown passes. Had two of them uh, tonight. The Minnesota Vikings are going to, they're going to walk the line. They're going to walk the line throughout the course of the season. And so uh, I think if you're a Vikings fan, you, you maybe feel good about the victory tonight, knowing that the Lions maybe showed uh, that they're, they're not as good as maybe you, you thought they would be. Kirk Cousins, 378 yards passing, two touchdowns, and an interception. Congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings, 22-17. to 17. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to holler at me, it's simple, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. It's Justin Jefferson walks over to Kirk Cousins and gives him a top 10 iced out chain. Shep, is that... Is that real jewelry or costume? That's got to be real, right? Let me tell you something. Kirk Cousins ain't anything jewelry-related looking real. Yeah. They, it ju- it not... just, he just doesn't pass the jewelry test, JR. Oh, I mean, it came from Justin Jefferson. I and... know, but it's not Kirk Cousins. It, it just it doesn't look right. 
They put – man, listen, they, every victory last year, they put him in chains. Uh, that, that chain looks real. Well, man. the Giants put him in chains in the playoffs, so it didn't really work out, did it? That was a that was a horrible joke. It wasn't that bad. I'm just saying it's a little much. Like you're three and four. Like come on, guys. I mean, you haven't no, won the, anything. The the, the the put him in change joke was terrible. Well, I was trying to yeah. move on from that fast. I didn't think it was that bad. And they move were put in change, but they were put. Hold in on, Chef. There's so many things you're saying at one time. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? What doesn't look that bad? The um, well, no. What I'm saying is, it's a bad look when you're three and four and you're a 35 year old quarterback getting paid the amount of money he is. And you're wearing chains after a regular season win at home, and you're still under 500. Like it's silly to me. I didn't. I, I don't remember Brady doing that. I don't remember Drew Brees oh doing that. God. Like this is Kirk Cousins. Like he's he's not a rookie. He's not a second year guy. Like he's been in the NFL as long as RG3. It's, and and it's, you know, it's Chef. It's no big deal. And Justin Je- Justin Jefferson came over right in a in a big victory where right. they beat one of the best teams in the NFL, and he put a chain on him, uh-huh. and they celebrated. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. The world didn't collapse into itself. <laughs> the world isn't over, okay? Well, if if uh, if I'm being honest, JR, you you guys are 3 and 4, like you're celebrating like this is a, a statement signature season defining win. You're still 3 and 4. I can I can have I have no problem with this after clinching the playoffs. I have no problem with this after, you know, like winning reeling off eight straight, but you're still out of the playoff picture. I think it's a little much, but I hear what you're saying. Now in terms Chef, of you, you yes. forty five minutes ago, right. you said if they were able to win this game, right. they would still have life in their season. And they do. And they can still go on a run. And so when you beat a Super Bowl contender, right. I also told you I feel like they're on the road to nowhere. And I also just said about ten minutes ago. That tonight, because I think that win, lose, draw didn't matter. They still ain't going anywhere. I said that this would be their Super Bowl. You did say that. And so either way, it's a big win. Justin Jefferson, who's inactive, he came and put a chain on a quarterback. Right. No big deal. Nobody cares. It's it's not going to have no no winning or bearing in – but Tom Brady and Drew, they don't have nothing to do with them. They they want to a game. Right. But I, but, but I just think as a quarterback, you live in, and breathe by a different creed. And to me, and I know people were critical about Johnny Manziel with this. When he got in the NFL, people were critical what? about Baker Mayfield with, like, the backwards hat. To me, that's not a good look for a quarterback. That's just my, that's just my two cents, JR. You're okay. 35 years old. You're Kirk Cousins. You've only won one playoff game in your entire life. Like, th- again— it just doesn't sit well, but that's just my personal opinion. I don't think the shackles of the Vikings in the playoffs was that bad, by the way. They they were held in shackles by the Giants in the playoffs, were they not? A thirteen and four win team looked like they were three and fourteen. No. Here's my point. Okay. Okay. Let's let's forget about the Giants. Okay, fair, fair enough. I made a reference about him wearing a, a chain. Correct. As a form of jewelry. Correct. You then made a terrible joke about the Giants putting him in chains in the postseason. Okay, fine. We know what happened in the postseason. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Right. Let's let's completely forget about that. Okay. Not referring to that. I'm not talking about the Giants. Gotcha. What I'm saying is if you got an issue with him wearing a chain, look, this is what it boils down to. There are, are, are winners. There are guys who sit at the top of the mountain. The Hall of Famers that you just mentioned. And then there's other dudes. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting to see the – you want to reference the greatest, most accomplished QB of all time who would not wear a chain. That's fine. There's only one of him. And so if you ain't him and you are Kirk Cousins and you have a big victory tonight, 
wearing a chain is not going to move them in one direction, left or right. It's 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 irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I mean, you can feel that way. Right. <laughs> but it's not going to change anything. It doesn't make him less respected in the locker room. It doesn't make him less of a winner. I don't think the attitude of wearing a chain is a detriment to the team. I don't think it has been. So, I mean, it's just what it is. It ain't no big deal. If you don't like it, that's fine. Right. But he's the QB. If there's one thing Kirk Cousins has done throughout the course of his career, it's, it's show up make money on, on baseless stats. He makes a lot of money off baseless stats. Right. And be reticent <laughs> when it comes to, to postseason time. So no big deal. So congratulations to the Vikings. Congratulations to him. Uh, by the time we get to January, guess what we won't be talking about, Shep? Uh, Kirk Cousins trying to uh, emulate Flavor Flav. In the simplest sense, <laughs> just the Vikings. The Vikings in general. And, 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 and so tonight... <laughs> Tonight was, was their Super Bowl. We ain't going to get a whole lot of conversation around them throughout the course of the year. Good on them for beating up uh, on the 49ers, 22-17. to 17. Brock Purdy being intercepted to close things out. Good on this squad. How about this? The Texas Rangers beating the Astros 11-4. Astros down to their final three outs. It's about to be curtains. We'll give you an update on the other side of the break. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're seconds, minutes away from the Astros making it official and going to the World Series. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll give you that update on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how you doing, man? I appreciate listening to you every night, man, at work, man. You need some joy. And I uh, appreciate all your insights. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. First, Congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings picking up a victory at home over the San Francisco 49ers. The final score there, 22-17. to 17. And so the Minnesota Vikings able to pick up another victory, uh, moving their record to 3-4. and four. Meanwhile, the San Francisco 49ers, they fall to 5-2 and two on the season. And then also right now in Houston, Texas, Texas Rangers are one out away from going to their first World Series appearance since 2011. 11-4 is the score. There's a man on first, a man on second. And now these Houston Astros down to their final strike of their season. Adolis Garcia completely losing his mind not just in this series, but this game and last night's game and three home runs over the past two days, including including that grand slam to help force it, and it is game over. Texas Rangers going to the World Series, the final score, 11-4. Adolis Garcia 
stats tonight, just nothing short of, of ridiculous. Four or five. Five RBIs. He hit two home runs tonight. He hit a home run in the third. He had another home run in the eighth to put an exclamation point on the game. At that point, it made it 11-3. to We know about the big grand slam that Adolis Garcia, that he hit last night to even move them to a game seven. And so for the Houston Astros, seven consecutive trips to the American League Championship Series, they don't get a, a World Series appearance. The Texas Rangers do, and they go back for the first time since 2011. Adolis Garcia just brutalizing just the, uh, the record books. The first player in Major League Baseball history to have an RBI in six straight games and one postgame series. His 15 RBIs during a league championship series is the most ever by anyone, and he has 20 RBIs this postseason. That's a Rangers record, and he's one RBI from the all-time record David Freeze, in 2011, he hit 21 RBIs. And so the Rangers now await uh, whoever wins tomorrow night between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, if you would have expected the Rangers to have been in the World Series this year, I don't know anyone who would have thought that except for, I don't know, Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom is the only person I remember and signing that contract before getting hurt, obviously. We don't know if we'll ever see him pitch again. But DeGrom basically said, hey, I like what they're building in Texas. I think that the Texas Rangers have an opportunity to win and compete for a championship, and that's why I'm going to Texas. And when Jacob DeGrom said that, even me myself, I said, what is he talking about? Like, why sit around and tell a lie? You're going to the Texas Rangers because they offered you more money. It's not because the Texas Rangers are going to win. Well, their offense, one of the best offenses throughout the course of the season. You have pitching that has stepped up. Uh, Nathan Avaldi is, is pitching is some of the best ball of his career now that he's an older veteran. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, someone who was a cast-off from the New York Yankees, they found him to be extra and superfluous for what they needed. They could have used him this year. Maybe they bring him back as a free agent. And uh, so all things considered, you combine their offense and what they've been able to do with their starting pitching, and the Texas Rangers are going right back to their first World Series since 2011. They beat the Houston Astros, the final score 11-4. to If you didn't know who Adolis Garcia was, you know who he is now. He is the man who absolutely brutalized the Houston Astros, and if you say his name in Houston, you're going to get a lot of eye rolls and a lot of uh, shut the hell up. This man, four or five tonight, two home runs, five RBIs, just an, an absolute beast. Let's see if he can keep this up in the World Series. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. As the night continues on, we will hear from some of the Texas Rangers. We will hear from some of the Astros. Also, a big game tonight in Monday Night Football the Minnesota Vikings taking on San Francisco. We had a big game earlier this afternoon in the National League Championship Series between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. You know what? Let's just go to a newsflash, get the update. We'll talk about it on the other side. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. God bless, wish you well, and all the best, JR, because you really are my favorite sports DJ on the air. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Diamondbacks win, forcing a game seven. Texas Rangers winning a game seven. The Rangers are going to the World Series. We'll find out who they face tomorrow. Will it be those Diamondbacks or will it be those Phillies? Meanwhile, tonight, Minneapolis, a good on the Minnesota Vikings for picking up a victory themselves. They go out there and beat the San Francisco 49ers. The final score, 22-17. to 17. So Minnesota improves their record to 3-4. and four. San Francisco is now on a two-game losing streak. They lost to the Browns last week, 19-17. to And tonight, they only muster 17 points again uh, here against the 49ers. Kirk Cousins burns them all over the damn place for 378 yards passing. Kyle Shanahan uh, spoke to the media, not happy at all about what took place and, and, and what happened you know, out there on the field. Just a whole lot of offense uh, being given up there for them. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Amos is calling from Tennessee. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Amos? Hey there, JR. Thank you for taking my call tonight. Um, I just wanted to uh, just quickly comment on um, the Rangers went in the AL. I think that's really remarkable. This this Bruce Bochy, he's a legend, and I don't have any strong take or anything. I just want to kind of make a comment that, you know, we need to enjoy these old guys um, while we got them. You know, Dusty Baker is himself. He's a legend. And uh, Ron Washington, you know, I'm glad that my Braves have Ron Washington. You know, he's he's taken the Rangers uh, the last time they were in the World Series. He took them there. And, um, you know, we just need to enjoy these guys while we got them. And uh, these guys are you know, they do things the right way, and um, they always have good teams, and their teams do things the right way, and uh, they're just fun to watch. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. We know Bruce Bochy, uh, he has those three titles with the, the Giants. He's going to be looking to pick up another one here in his first season with the Texas Rangers, so we definitely got to enjoy it. Hey, Amos, thank you for calling from Tennessee, man. Thank hey, you. Hey, hey, JR, real quick. Yes. Um, I didn't know, and I was looking back, Bruce Bochy, he cut – he was the manager of those uh, that '98 team for the Padres with uh, with Tony Gwynn. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, he was. Unfortunately, they met up against those uh, those New York Yankees, so we saw how that happened. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, thank you, Jr. No doubt about it. Thank you, Amos, for calling from Tennessee. And and with the Texas Rangers beating the Houston Astros tonight to go to the World Series, we're not going to have a repeat. You know, and the last time we saw a repeat. And I, it was a part of what he had just mentioned 
Uh, Bruce Bochy was a victim to the New York Yankees as the Yankees won out in 98-99 in and then also the year 2000. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's take a listen to that final call Uh, The Texas Rangers going back to their first World Series since 2011. This is courtesy of the Rangers Radio Network, and you can rest assured there's going to be a lot of excitement. LeClerc ready now, one-two pitch, ground ball, second base. Simeon's got it on to first to Nate Lowe, and hello, World Series. The Rangers have won their third American League pennant. They stream out of the dugout and are jumping up and down between the mound and first base. For the first time since 2011, the Rangers are going to the World Series after having six consecutive losing seasons. What an amazing year this has been. And there's more baseball to be played. Okay. Now, to be honest, I thought that there'd be a little bit more excitement than that, but... I'll I'll take the excitement where I can get it. Corey Seager, he spoke to Ken Rosenthal after the game, and I would think so that Corey would be more excited on Fox. Listen to Corey. Corey, you came here two years ago to turn this team around. You're now going back to the World Series. Did you think it could happen this quickly? Yeah, you know, absolutely. See why and the owners had a had a vision and and they've completely came through with that you know it's a lot of credit to these guys a lot of credit to what we've been able to do this year but it's just been a really fun ride game five was as difficult a loss as you can imagine you guys came back and won two here how did you do it resilience man this team's tough you know we we weren't out of it uh that is a tough loss we moved on right away but we knew what we had in front of us and we took the opportunity yeah well you talk about Corey seager showing up and he took the check simeons took the check Jacob DeGrom, he ain't play. He took the check. Max Scherzer, he showed up. They traded him over. Mets are paying half his deal. He took the check. Man, it's top ten between the Astros and the Rangers. The Astros got to be, I think, at number number four in payroll this year. The Houston, or excuse me, number five. And the Texas Rangers sitting at number eight. Hey, you got money. You can throw it around. You can... You got a better chance at winning a championship, and so the Rangers are going to try to do it and have no appearances since 2011. 855-212-4CBS. Jeff is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Jeff? JR, first-time caller. Uh, I'm working the midnight shift as a police officer. Just got done watching the Monday night football game, and I got a police station here full of Kirk Cousins haters. I was hoping you could help me win this argument. Um, played great tonight. He had no Justin Jefferson. Uh, he had young receivers, top of the 49ers, great defense. And I, I think this guy's still got two to three years left in him. And whether it's for the Vikings or for another team, uh, I still think he's a top 10 quarterback. I appreciate the call. Well, thank you so much. And be safe out there on the roads, holding it down. Kirk Cousins, top 10. What, what, week to week, he could be 10 or he could be 15. 10 to 15. And, and what has that gotten the Minnesota Vikings? And, and what has that gotten uh, the, the Washington Commanders? What has it gotten any of them? Like one playoff win? Kirk Cousins is good. But Kirk Cousins, and this is what Coach Zimmer said when he was still coaching the Minnesota Vikings. Zimmer basically said, man, you, you got to let loose. Like you can't play, play so close to the vest and, 
You, you can't be so conservative. Kirk Cousins is good. He's good enough to win. He's good enough to get a paycheck. He's good enough to be on salary, and I agree with you. Somebody's going to pay him, whether it's Minnesota or elsewhere. At the end of the year, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is going to get paid, but is he going to win? Is he going to plug into a team that is already ready-made to win? Let's be real. The Washington teams, eh, they were good, good enough to compete for the playoffs. The Minnesota squads right now, they're good enough, eh, good enough to compete for the postseason. But has Kirk Cousins been on a team where you just go, absolutely, they should be Super Bowl contenders? I don't think so. And so whether you consider Kirk Cousins to be top 10 or top 15, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he is. But is he good enough to win? I don't know about all that. 855-212-4CBS. Hey, they beat, they beat the 49ers tonight. And Kyle Shanahan, he just spoke to the media. Kyle Shanahan says, uh, yeah, we lost and we gave up a lot of yards, 378 to Kirk Cousins, but we're thinking about the next game. Listen to Kyle Shanahan. Not much uh, you can do about it. I mean, we... Um, we flat out got beat, and I think right now you got to take it like a man. And we got a game here, and you know I think tomorrow um, we wake up. It'll be five days from now. We got a team coming off a of bye week who's been waiting for this for a little bit, and we can't sit here and worry about what's happened before this. We got to make sure that we do everything from now all the way till Sunday when that game's over um, to find a way to um, beat the Bengals. And then we go into our bye week, and um, I just looked at our guys right now as we got about five and eight, five and a half days left. Got to focus all on that and. Make sure we go in that bye week six and two, not five and three. Hey, listen, man. San Francisco 49ers on a two-game losing streak. They lost to the Browns 17 points. Tonight, they lose to the Minnesota Vikings, only able to score 17 points. If you want to find a bright spot, Christian McCaffrey, who was dealing with an oblique injury, doesn't look like he's dealing with anything right now. He has now scored a touchdown in 16 consecutive games okay the record is 17 Lenny Moore did this for the Baltimore Colts back in 1963 and 1964 it'll be pretty cool if Christian McCaffrey can score another touchdown against the Bengals to tie Lenny Moore uh, for that record McCaffrey is just uh it's crazy he's better than his dad I remember watching his dad Ed play and uh, Christian has just taken this to another level but either way It doesn't lead to a victory. At this moment, Brock Purdy is speaking to the media, and he looks miserable, as he should. Two interceptions on the night, including that game-sealing interception uh, to Cameron Bynum, who intercepted Brock Purdy two times. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from Arizona. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, love to you, sir. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Man, they did it. They they tied the series. What do you think? Hey, look, they, they got one more, and we'll be looking at them in a World Series, man. Uh, we talked about what they did earlier today and, and coming back My from goodness. down in the Series 0-2, and uh, you got to give them credit, especially for a young group. They weren't supposed to be here. No, they weren't. And the thing that I wanted to shout-out about, was look at Marte, look at Mr. Walker, look at all the home runs they're putting up. And, and just the batting lineup in general, as long as you can get on base, 
it, it, it's academic. But the thing that I noticed, and I've watched them, is that, that they're patient at the plate. And what do you think about that? You think that's true or no? Well, I mean, all things considered, being patient at the plate, I don't expect anything from the Arizona Diamondbacks when they're offense. When you look at the difference between Arizona and, and Philadelphia, you expect Philadelphia to mash, and you expect Arizona to kind of, I don't want to say dink and dunk, but y- you ain't expecting bombs. And so it was ironic today that Tommy Pham, who was actually benched here, hit a home run, and that Guriel hit a home run after that. It, it seems that yeah, Arizona – that. that was amazing. Yeah, well, it seems that Arizona and Philadelphia have kind of, you know, flip-flopped here. So uh, you want to talk about patience? I would say that they've been aggressive at the plate. Are they swinging at nonsense? I'm not going to go that far. Well, that's uh, what I mean there, at, at nonsense. They're not just swinging to get a home run is what well, I mean. Well, I'll put it to you this way, Mark, and thank you for calling from Arizona. I will be – I'm not going to say surprised. Will I be surprised that they won the series? Yes, I, I, I would be. But uh, I'm still going to go with Philadelphia tomorrow. Let's see what they can do at home. Uh, You think about Trey Turner and Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber. They were quiet tonight. A collective 0 of 9 standing at the batter's box. Rob Thompson, head coach, general manager, excuse me, manager of the team, so many titles. He was asked if his team was pressing. Listen to this. Rob, did you see uh, some over-aggressiveness tonight from your lineup? From the offensively, yeah, yeah, um, well, maybe a little bit, but you know he was getting ahead. You know, a lot of first pitch strikes. Um, he did get us to chase a little bit, so we just got to get back in the zone tomorrow and, and uh, hit like we can. Game seven tomorrow in Philadelphia. The Diamondbacks win tonight, five to one over the Phillies, and whoever wins the game tomorrow. They're going to the World Series to take on the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers, they handle business tonight in the Game 7. They destroy the Houston Astros. The final score, 11-4. to We're going to hear from some of the players after the game. Adolis Garcia has the game and the week and the series of his life. He's looking at a beach ball when he steps up to the plate right now. We're going to talk about that game. We're going to talk about the 49ers and the Minnesota Vikings. We got a lot to do. You want to call me? It's simple. 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot to get into. It's the JR Sport Reef Show with CBS Sports Radio. You're a winner, too, for listening. Don't go nowhere. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.